beautiful souls. Welcome back to Radically Loving. Before we dive in, I want to just take a moment to breathe with you. I want to take a moment to radiate some love out into the world, to fill some love into your hearts. So if you aren't driving, feel free to close your eyes. But if you are, if you can, just placing one hand on your heart and breathing here for just a moment. Taking some time to just be still. To allow the stillness to be one with the stillness. And tune into your heart space, tune into this sweet center. Tune into the space in your heart where you connect to this higher version, this higher self that lives within. This piece of you is always here This piece of you never leaves. Breathe so deeply into this space. And with each inhale, welcoming that higher version to be bigger, allowing that higher version as if it's a light, like a light in the center of your heart that's slowly pulsing and growing moment by moment until eventually it reaches to the full expansion of your body, to the tips of your fingertips, to the tips of your toes, to the top of your head. And from this place, imagining the expansion of the light even more, this is your higher self. Expanding the light beyond your physical form. Maybe it's just beyond the body today. Maybe it goes so far, as far as you can imagine, beaming out. Maybe today we beam out this energy to those around us. Maybe today we keep it close because we need this light right now. Honoring what feels good for you, honoring what aligns for your truth in this moment. You can be this higher version, all times, with the expanded light way, 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 way past your body or super close, even in a little bit more. Just always coming back and remembering and coming back again. 
that this is your truth, that this is your light, this is your magic. Thank your body. Thank your skin. Thank the light even when it's teeny, teeny, tiny. And as we slowly inhale and exhale, sighing out if that feels good for you. Exhaling all that is not yours to carry right now. Exhaling, inhaling all that is true and all that is meant for you. You can always access this. This is your magic to have. You can always access this. In moments where things feel like too much, remember that hand on the heart. And a few breaths does wonders to bring you back. You're home. Slowly in your own time, wiggling the fingertips, wiggling the toes. Again, if you're driving, your eyes have been open this whole time, hopefully. And for those whose eyes were closed, slowly blinking the eyes open. Gently coming back to the room, to the space, to the vehicle. Welcome back to Radically Loving Podcast. I'm your host, Lauren, and I am so thankful. Thank you for your patience with last week, with there not being an episode. Sometimes you just got to take a moment. You got to take a pause. And yeah, last week it just wasn't going to happen and I didn't want to force it and there was no reason to because here we are one week later we have an episode and I'm so excited for you guys to hear today's guest thank you guys for tuning in this episode is really 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 special because it has something so special not only is the person um yeah, just such a powerful educator and speaker and um, very, 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 very passionate about the work she does. And we got to stand for those who are living a very soul-filled path with their businesses, with their mission, what they're trying to share. Um, and that is just so important to my heart um, is raising these voices, sharing voices with you guys of people that are leading and really changing what business looks like and what it sounds like and how it's operated and really how more or how much can we just lead more from our heart space, right? How can we come into even more gratitude and compassion with the world, just everything that we involve ourselves with, how can we 
connect deeper? How can we go further with that connection? And yeah, what a powerful soul that you're going to hear. And just this mission that she's on. Um, also just like a very, um, quick side note, this medicine that her and her partner share is so vital. And I believe can be such a catalyst for heart expansion and change in the world. And the more people that really just open up to receiving the medicine that they're sharing, I feel like we will just get closer and closer and closer to a really powerful and soul-driven world and the communities and yeah, all the magic. So I'm so excited to introduce Phoebe McPherson from the Hearthstone Collective. I know you guys are going to so enjoy her gentle, gentle heart, her gentle voice. And man, is she so knowledgeable. She is such an educator. Like her voice, her words, her voice and her words are so, so gentle, but she has so much knowledge and it's it's so clear when you hear her, like she is such a speaker. She is meant to be sharing her voice and the wisdom that she holds within. Side note, friends, I've got an exciting bonus to this episode, an incredible gift from today's guest. So Hearthstone Collective is a microdosing company on a mission to help others with plant and mushroom formulas. Hearthstone's mission is to revitalize your health, connect you to nature, and to restore the ecology of our earth. Ryan and Phoebe have formulated functional mushroom and plant formulas to support your brain, body, and heart. Through years of studying with masters, designing mushroom farms, foraging in the forest, and making plant medicines, Hearthstone Collective is a community of healers, lovers, plant enthusiasts, and everything in between. Not only is Hearthstone Collective creating massive impact and change in their communities and the communities that they are expanding into, but a portion of their proceeds also goes each month to Archangel Ancient Tree Archive. This is such a powerful way to give back and that is truly what Hearthstone Collective is all about, sharing, educating, and serving community and the earth. Phoebe and Ryan are gifting the listeners today 15% off with the code MOONCHILD15. That's M-O-O-N-C-H-I-L-D-15 to receive 15% off all of their products. We are so excited for you guys to experience this incredible medicine, and we cannot wait to hear all about it. Enjoy, enjoy, enjoy this code, you guys, and enjoy this episode so excited for you guys to hear it. Please let me know your thoughts. Please rate and review this episode afterwards. So, so grateful for your listening. Thank you for your support. Here you guys go. Enjoy Phoebe McPherson with Hearthstone Collective. beautiful friends. I'm so excited for you guys to hear this magical guest that I have in front of me 
She is a half of a beautiful, what is even the word to describe this, like literally collective, this magical medicine group, Hearthstone Collective. I have with me right now, Phoebe McPherson, and I'm just so grateful. I've just had such incredible experiences recently. We've met recently um, with her medicine that she's sharing, but also just from following her more recently, getting to know her better and her partner better. Um, Yeah, I'm just excited for this relationship to bloom and I'm excited for you guys to hear her. Thank you for being here. Of course. Thank you so much for having me on. It's it's such an honor. And after meeting you and experiencing you online and virtually, you have such beautiful energy. And I'm, I'm so honored to be able to connect with your audience through this beautiful conversation. Thank you for that reflection. I'm, I'm so grateful that you're here. Mm-hmm. I first want to open up with how is your heart today? Oh, what a beautiful question. My heart is so open today. I feel so much gratitude for just the path that I am on and that the universe is on. I think one of the beautiful things about New Year, whether you practice New Year in January or at another time, is just this opportunity to return to innocence and return to love, um, to begin again while also remembering everything that has come up in the past to know that we have the opportunity to forgive and to love again. Um, So just feeling all of that. Yes, that's so beautiful. Yes, I completely resonate with that. Yeah, just this this cycle that we just are always in. Yeah. It is that death and rebirth, this the old and the new, and just constantly yeah. being in that flow. It's yeah, so sacred, so powerful. Totally. And I think one of the big things that happens at like the end of the year with the winter solstice is this, you know energetic calling to release what no longer serves us right like during that darkest time emotionally we go through such tough times and I know for me the end of the year was dark and there was a lot of energy moving a lot of shadow work which we have to honor and love but by doing that work we can then come out the other side and see so much more light and live in that polarity of both the light and the dark the shadow and just that the beauty yes yes yeah that's that's really you said it all (laughs) gorgeous gorgeous human so before we dive into what you're sharing with the world and more maybe about hearthstone um we can dive into little you can you tell us about your inner child who you were when you were younger and really yeah just share all of it (laughs) oh my gosh what a question Um, I've been doing so much inner child work recently, so beautiful question to even come up. Um, So little Phoebe was rambunctious and energetic and had like, you hear about like toddlers and kids with big emotions and I had like really, really big, big emotions. I remember my kindergarten teacher would tell my parents like she does not stop asking questions every two seconds it's oh I have a question I have a question like please tell me about this I was so interested in just everything in the world and I grew up um with parents who were like very international going abroad in the summers and just learning about the world and I just wanted to be a part of it be a part of something bigger um I had such a draw to 
plants and to nature and to animals and just understanding where this world was. Um, I went vegan and vegetarian at a very young age and have just had this call into food and what we put in our bodies and our relationships with our bodies. And that just continued to grow over time. Um, but also was very like dorky and weird. You know, I was those kids getting like really focusing on my grades and, you know, what am I perceived at at school? And, you know, we all go through those crazy phases. Um, I wanted to be a journalist. So I looked up to every news person in the world. I would read the Washington Post front to back growing up. I would cut out clippings of this huge box of clippings. So, you know, like, most kids um, growing up in Northern Virginia was just on this journey of exploration and understanding this big international world set in front of us in DC, while also kind of understanding that the rest of the world isn't like that, right? Um, and trying to find trying to find our way in the world. Wow, I didn't even know you were like you grew up in Northern Virginia. Yeah, I grew up in Northern Virginia. Yeah, I grew up in Northern Virginia, born and bred, you know, and it's for people who are not in Northern Virginia, it is a very specific type of upbringing, because um, you're in the suburbs of this very intense, powerful city that completely changes every four years or with every administration. But then at the same time, there's this whole section that doesn't change, right? Like Congress people don't really change that often. Um, people who are working at embassies don't change that often. Uh, my parents work for the government, for international organizations, and people are there for 40, 50 years. Um, and then, yeah, it's it's such a unique upbringing, and it really carves people in a way that I haven't seen in other cities. Yeah, so before I, I just want to, like, segue into that, because that's such yeah. an interesting version of living because of where you're at currently. So yeah. <laughs> Um, I know it's so crazy and it's funny because growing up like people thought like I was kind of like hippie but not like really hippie right um I was just like you know I was a vegan in northern Virginia in like the 2000s and people are like looking at me drinking a green juice that I would like make at home like what that is so weird like I remember I was in an AP English class and I'd made like a smoothie of like a ton of spinach and kale and like orange juice not even like super healthy and I was eating that and everyone stopped the like circle of sharing from our book to like call out my green smoothie. And I was like mortified. I was like, oh my gosh, like I'm so weird. And now it's like the biggest thing to do. And I'm not a trendsetter at all. It was just like the, the world that we're in in Northern Virginia was so different from this world that I now live in. And looking back, it's just like, whoa, <laughs> how did I get here? You were you were a trendsetter in Northern Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> I was just forging my own path. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Pinterest is more of the trendsetter for me. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Currently in Ojai. Yeah, which yes. is literally the complete opposite side. Opposite. And yeah. It's a powerful place to be, one. Yeah, it's a really powerful place to be. And um spent all of 2021 on the road um not quite van life more like bougie airbnb hopping because we were running a business from the road and we really we really needed that space and it spanned anywhere from like a full month in a place to like a night 
um, and kind of that like chaos and exploring cities and understanding how people gather in different places, how people view medicine, view plants, how they build community, like what our world looks like in different places across the country was so eye-opening for us. Um, you know, I think running a business and being a part of something that's growing like the Hearthstone Collective you know, you want to be somewhere where you have access to resources and really amazing people. And then at the same time, I think there was some real awareness around like, what does um, my life look like? What does my nervous system need to feel nourished and to be able to continue to build this business? And thank God it's, you know, 2021, 2022, and so much can be done um, from a place like Ojai because I think the quality of life is so much better. And I, I've realized that I no longer want to sacrifice that um, to be able to grow a business or, you know, quickly blow up. I don't think that's something that I ever really want to do. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I, love, I love that you shared that you were, you were living on the road and you were in this rapid pace because, and like your perspective of it, because I don't think like it's such a common thing these days for so many people to just be like nomads and just like whether you're van life or you're just going from place to place. Yeah. It's kind of glamorized. And I was also on the road and, (laughs) and not many people talk about like how difficult it is on the nervous system, just because as human beings, like that grounding and that, you know, that, that sanctuary and that energy that we need to like kind of just have that home ground that home base to really really create from that it's the grounding energy that's important and when we're moving constantly or we're just not really where we want to be or we're having these just wild new experiences it it takes a toll on our nervous system and we don't even realize it really until we ground absolutely Absolutely. And I think the last months of this year, along with, you know, a whole slew of other things was like, oh my goodness, I need to rest. (laughs) Um, I really need to ground down. And, you know, this 2021 was like, I like to say the highest highs and lowest lows, the biggest gift from the universe that I could have ever imagined. Um, And it's been such a journey. Um, And I will, I will always be so grateful for it. And I'm so grateful for this next chapter. And I think because of this last year, I'm able to honor more of like the calm and the rest and the slowing. And I think, you know, we live in this culture as young people uh, where we are so conditioned to believe that we have to go, 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 right? And even just running a business, you have to have all of these events scheduled. Like if you're going for a hike in the middle of the day, like you are not doing like your best work, right? Or you have to only be working four hours a week because you need to be, you know, following one of these podcasters talking about that sort of lifestyle. And I think, you know, being here and honoring that whatever lifestyle works for me or works for you is beautiful because that is authentic to you and you're not trying to fit yourself into another mold. Um, Yeah, really trying to honor that with me because I'm definitely one of those people that fell into the trap of, oh, I have to have 12 things to do today or I'm not worthy. Um, and that's just not the case, right? It's not the case at all. I do not have to journal at 5 a.m. and then do two hours of yoga to be this like beautiful light being in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I've been there 
thousand percent. And it is that remembering and that coming back that we're like, we're just, we are enough, like as we are, like in each moment. And it's, it's so perfect and beautiful. And yeah. Yeah. Thank you for your sharing um, of that time because it's, it's definitely not for everyone, but it also, you know, like there's so much growth and expansion that comes from it. There's nothing. Totally. Exactly. And I think, you know, it just comes back to if it's all a part of this beautiful journey that we're on and you can try it. And if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Mm -hmm. And just because you do van life for a year and then house life for three years doesn't mean that either is better. It's just where you are in this moment, right? And honoring every second. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you. Mm -hmm. So to segue back to this little version of you, were there times in your life where you felt disconnected from like the, the purest version or just like that deep inner sense of inner child? Absolutely. And I think, you know, it's, it's so hard to look back and say like, oh, I was so disconnected then because I didn't even understand what that meant. Um, but I think one thing that really sticks out to me is I had a lot of anxiety as a child and I did not know that I had anxiety. Um, I remember looking, like seeing anxiety portrayed like in the media and on TV. And I was like, I'm not like that at all, but I totally was suffering from anxiety and I didn't have the tools um, to work through it. And so I think I absolutely probably disconnected from my best self to account for that. Right. Um, and I think especially, you know, in later teenage years, um, when you're faced with just like societal pressures, you sort of surrender parts of yourself, or I, at least I did, surrendered parts of myself because I felt I wasn't fitting in. I was ashamed of parts of me, um, and I didn't really know how to quite navigate that, right? And I think it's only been like in my later 20s. Um, that I've been able to look back and say, okay, I'm not going to sacrifice A, B, and C um, so that I can live my authentic self. Um, yeah, yeah. I love the word you use, like you surrendered to, you know, the conditioning or these moments, especially that yeah. when you really, you don't know who you are, you're learning who you are, you don't know what is right and what's left, you know, you're just like trying to exist at that point. Exactly. Like you just become like a chameleon and you're just kind of like, okay, like where can I fit in at this point? So you exactly. That is a really such a beautiful way to put it. It, It's not like disconnection. It it's like you just surrender to what was or what is in that time or, you know, that, that segment of your life and it's powerful. And that remembering of like, Oh, okay. Like I'm not going to sacrifice my truth and what I know to be true in my heart at this point in my life right now. Um, and that, and like still loving that like time when you were there. Exactly. And I think, you know, as like when you were younger, there's something so beautiful to surrendering or losing parts of ourselves because then we get the opportunity to reclaim it and see if it really was an authentic part that we wanted to keep. Um, about a year and a half ago, two years ago, um, I had a letter mailed to my parents' house. Um, and it was from this like mentor that I had in high school. And she'd had me write a letter to myself when I was 18. And then I received it when I was like 25. 
And I remember opening it up and I was like crying my eyes out because it was like me being so authentic to me and like reminding myself of all of these things that I had loved. And so many of them were things that I had given up because I like they didn't work because someone didn't like them. And it was from that letter that I started to reclaim these parts of myself. And it was like such a powerful moment to be face to face with your younger self, right? Not like doing inner child work, but literally having it put right in front of you. Like, here are your words. Um, And yeah, I think that more than anything is like such a beautiful way to start like reclaim and remember and yeah. Wow, that is incredible. Wow, I like honor that teacher. (laughs) Oh, I know, like shout out to her. She was, it was just so incredible. And it was one of those things. And I was like, who is this person sending a letter to Phoebe? And I was like, this handwriting looks like me. And it was like literally me. And I was like, am I being punked? What is this? Yeah, what an impactful moment. I'm I'm just like, man, I wish I had I did that. I I'm I've been looking back at letters from when I was young, even younger, like just something, yeah. a little card or something that I've written to my mom or dad. And just like, yeah, it's something about like seeing those words in your handwriting yeah. from another time and place, like completely. And you can feel like you feel that energy come back up, like where yeah you were at like where your heart was at like the emotions all the things that you were going through it's it's unreal it's it's really cool yeah and I think it's so powerful like you said to look back at parts of yourself like these memories these letters I know for me like you get thrown like you said in into the emotion that you had at the moment and like there can be some like real mourning of remembering like a dark spot or oh my gosh like I was so unhappy or I was giving up so much of myself for this and then like taking a moment to forgive yourself and say you didn't know you were trying your best and that is beautiful and look at where you are now like all of those moments led to where you are now exactly bringing her back with you from that yes interesting like you're safe you're safe now and you're seen you're so seen Yeah. yeah totally So how do you connect to your inner child these days? Oh, beautiful question. Um, Snowboarding. (laughs) Um, I was a big snowboarder when I was a kid and gave it up for years. And like coming back to it in the past like year and a half has been like such a gift. I feel like I'm like dancing when I'm like on my snowboard and just so happy. Mm -hmm. Um, And then uh, playing or like connecting with, dogs um so I grew up with Bernie's mountain dogs and um for those who are just doing starting like inner child work or like somatic healing one of the things that they uh, bring up is imagining your inner child and something to entertain them and for me the thing that entertains and loves and nourishes my inner child is connecting with the Bernie's mountain dogs that I grew up with um so whenever I like meet new dogs or connect with dogs I just think of like the little Phoebe and how happy and safe she would feel with those dogs. So, yeah, that's so. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Of that's, course. Yeah, that's that's so special, and it feels so personal, but it also feels so relatable. Like I feel like most of us can relate to even seeing an animal of any kind. Yeah. Like you can feel that sense of like just like purity and joy, and you're just like 
look at this sweet innocent thing <laughs> so exactly right it's I know I like we talk a lot about therapy dogs and I'm not a therapist so I can't speak to it but the more and more like personal work I do the more I think like working with therapy animals is a form of like connecting with your inner child because of how safe you feel mm-hmm. it's so real yeah. so I would love to now that we know little you and <laughs> piece of you can you tell us about like who you are today and it's not like like you know the labels and all the things but it's like yeah, yeah where are you where are you standing right now and connecting to at this moment Thank you. And first, I just want to honor the fact that you don't use labels when introducing any of your guests or even now. And I think we live in a time of such like needing to label, right? And to be able to feel safe to talk about myself without putting out like my accolades or my titles is is such a wonderful safe space. So thank you for holding that. Um, so maybe today, um, just like happy and carefree and like really slowing down is like the Phoebe of today uh really focusing on like self-care putting self-care first and reconnecting like with the world with the land with nature and with like nourishment um food and nourishing is like one of the most important things in the world to me and so living in a place where you can go to a farmer's market and get every single thing that you need year round is like such a gift being able to cook every single meal at home from scratch Mm -hmm. is such a gift i made stinging nettles pesto for the first time like three days ago and i was like and the nettles were grown like within 50 miles of here and like that is so wonderful um so that is the Phoebe of today. I've been vegan for like 16 years, but for the longest time, it was like a lot of processed vegan and you're trying to find the way. And then I was a food blogger for a while. So I was just like going out to a restaurants a lot. And like so much of that was from like these pressures that I felt from the universe that were self-imposed. They weren't even like universe imposed and being able to surrender all of that and just do what really feels right in my heart is definitely like the Phoebe of today, as well as just like being on this journey of exploring and educating and providing and, you know, existing with plants and plant medicine and mushrooms and just all that that world entails, because it's such an incredible place to be and such an incredible place to welcome people into. Yes, we love her. <laughs> we love you. Thank you. <laughs> and lots of like hikes and Peloton. We got a Peloton because there's not like a bunch of fitness classes around here. And I'm definitely, I feed off like the energy of others. So I've been like very grateful <laughs> to have a Peloton. Yeah, what a beautiful way to like bring that to you, you know, instead of having to go somewhere like far to go seek it, right? It's totally, totally. And I'm definitely one of those people where like, I really love like movement to be able to quell anxiety and like get out of my head. Like there's days when I'm like so anxious and I'm projecting it um, onto others. And it's like, no, just go ride, just like sit on the bike and you feel amazing, right? Like just lay on your yoga mat and like you feel just so much better. So it's been such a huge part of my mental health. I I'm with you right there. And that's yeah, definitely one of my biggest healers. That's why I've 
getting certified in YTT because it's just it has healed me so much. It was yeah. pretty much my segue into the spiritual world. Yeah, just yeah, I'm so grateful for movement in general. Yes. Like any way that we can move our bodies, it's really really important. And another way, like like you were saying, like sharing medicine and mushrooms, and that has also been such a powerful piece of my journey. Um, you know, along with psychedelics, but also just plant medicine and just like these natural things growing from the earth that just want to heal us and we're made for that purpose. Can you share the work yeah. that you're doing that has to do with natural <laughs> plants and yeah, what you're create what you've created? Yeah, thank you so, so much. And yeah, just to restate what you said, these things growing from the earth that can nourish us, right? Like they are growing in the earth like all of the nutrients and the love that is in this beautiful planet that sustains us, right? And then coming into us. And um, yeah, it's such it's such potent, powerful medicine and energy. And I think first, like we talk about like the waves of like psychedelics and medicine, like all of this. And, you know, there was, of course, all of this beautiful ancient wisdom from our beautiful ancestors all over the world, right? Um, and I'll specifically be speaking more to like South America and like South Africa, but all over the world. And then, you know, we had like that whole time in like the 70s, the 50s, the 60s, which looked like such a wild time. Obviously, I was not alive, but I've read a lot and looked just crazy. And now it's like we're in this like third wave. And I truly believe that like the planet and like humanity really needs this. Like we need this like awakening or just the shift and that's why it's all coming up again um so um well for me like I have been so impacted by mushrooms and plants and plants as medicine um I had an experience where if you don't mind I'd love to just kind of share my story into mushrooms yeah please okay Amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so essentially, I was like the middle of like the pandemic, the very beginning of the pandemic. Um, and I came down to Los Angeles um, with uh, my ex-partner. And we were just like going through a really rough time. And we didn't know like what was going to happen um, and came down to really just understand like what the future was going to look like and get out of San Francisco where I was living at the moment. Um, and at that time, I had one of my first experiences um, with mushrooms. And it was this experience where I was like laughing and crying at the same time. And suddenly so much of what I was feeling, but pushing away and like kind of suppressing was like realized. And it was like so, so clear to me, like this is what my future is going to be now. Like this is where I'm going to be taking my life. And it wasn't even about mushrooms at that point. It was just like, okay, like this is where this relationship is going. Um, this is where I'm going with myself and this is what's going to happen, right? And it was so powerful that like, I remember the very next day I was like, okay, this is what's gonna happen. I'm gonna move down to LA. Um, this relationship is going to have like this beautiful conscious uncoupling with this ending. Um, and I'm going to start down this new path, right? And I had no idea what that meant. Um, 
And from that, I started to have more experiences and exploration within plant medicine and had my first um, experience with like heart medicine. Um, and so a variety of really incredible plants and had this like beautiful, like heart cracking open where I could be able to talk about so many like past traumas and feel so deeply every single emotion and be able to sit with it and be present with it instead of trying to suppress it. And I remember like laying down and like looking about all of these candles and knowing like the rest of my life would be dedicated to this and just exploring it and just being a part of it. Um, and, you know, I, I share that to say like, I had never worked with like psychedelics before. I wasn't someone who explored that a lot like in college or even in high school. Um, I was really bad at like smoking weed. <laughs> so like I never really explored that. Um, but I was definitely some someone that was like deeply disconnected from my body. I relied a lot on like wine, and alcohol and dissociating through um, like exercise or work and being face to face with like all of my emotions in this beautiful world. It's, it's such a gift. And I really hope it's something that everyone is able to experience um, in the future and just know that like it is such a beautiful thing and it, it comes from the ground this isn't something synthesized um, and the world just has so much to offer so yeah so that was my um, kind of like drop into the world of like mushrooms and plant medicine um, and then along the way I met Ryan and the Hearthstone Collective and was just like I was so, so taken aback by everything that Ryan was creating and doing. And I wanted so badly to just learn and be a part of it and to help share it. And I had like such this deep connection. Um, and I'm so grateful that he did and to be a part of the Hearthstone Collective now and be a part of this work that we are doing um, and be able to just bring access to so many people who don't have it before haven't had it before right like this is about access but it's also about safety so one of the things that we had been working on all of this past year um, is a way for people to start exploring plant medicine um, that is 100% legal right now and you know one of the big things with plant medicine and psychedelics is how safe you feel and if you feel safe exploring you're going to have a better experience even if it's something with just a microdose. Um, and so uh, we've introduced a form of microdosing with kana. Um, so many of your listeners might have heard of the word kava, um, but this is kana with A's, and it is a plant from South Africa that is psychoactive and high doses. But in a microdose, it's a heart opener, it's an empathogen. So it's going to give you a micro heart opening on a daily basis, which allows you to get out of your head, lead from a place of love, but also it can help reduce depression, anxiety, help regulate your amygdala, and just make you feel really, really amazing. And what a beautiful way for people to start exploring microdosing and psychedelics and with something that's going to make them feel more loved. Um, so that's a very long-winded way of saying, very excited to be introducing people to Kana microdosing. <laughs> yes, it, and it is, it's so accessible and it's so wild because 
I found out about you through my amazing friend, Jordan and her piece. So she had a workshop with, with you guys, Hearthstone Collective and I led a meditation, but it's was so cool just to see everyone that was there partaking in this and like, you know, accessible package that is just like, it's so simple and you guys make it so clear and yeah, it's, it's really just gentle too. It's, it's not going to be, you know, like a crazy trip or anything. It is just that, that heart opening. It's that gentle energy. That's just like, brings you back to like now, like just brings you exactly. Exactly. And for people who are new to microdosing, microdosing is the concept of taking one tenth or less of a journey or like a full hit of a psychedelic. Um, we like the term journey dose of psychedelic and we're a little bit more ceremonial and spiritual, but of course we honor every part of the psychedelic world. But when you are taking a microdose, the concept is to not really feel something. The concept is to not, quote unquote, get high or enter an altered state of consciousness. The entire purpose of a microdose is to give you um, physical, psychological, spiritual benefits, right? Um, So when you look at uh, microdosing mushrooms, people are going to have increased focus, creativity. They're going to feel better in their body. Um, They get benefits um, in helping kick addictions, um, benefits with uh, relief from depression, anxiety, PTSD, right? And this is stuff that we've seen not just from clinical research, but from thousands upon thousands upon thousands of self-reports. And the beautiful thing about Kana is that you're getting a lot of those same benefits. Um, And again, it's a microdose. You're not entering an altered state of consciousness. This is something that you get to take on a daily basis. You can take it in the morning with your coffee. You can take it mid-afternoon and you're just going to feel better. Um, And yeah, it's microdosing is a really beautiful way for people to start exploring what it means to um, do healing work, to open themselves up, to find relief in ways that are more natural. Um, Yeah. So do you want to go into maybe like more specifics of like the things that you're offering? Like, I, I just love your tinctures. That's totally really like doing a lot of lately. Um, but the beautiful, yeah, the, I just, yeah, you go, you go for it. Thank you. No, I love it. I love it. So first, you know, the Hearthstone Collective, a lot of our mission is about building community around plants and plant medicine. You know, the hearth from Hearthstone is um, the center or like where a fire would be in villages or um, with ancient ancestors and they would gather around the fire, right? So we want to gather people around these plants and these mushrooms. And really we just want to help people feel educated about what they are putting in their body. So even if that means you find another uh, brand of microdosing or mushrooms that fit better with your soul and your spirit, that is great as long as you're making the best decision possible for you. Um, but for us here at the Hearthstone Collective, we have a variety of plant and mushroom products. Um, we started with tinctures, and our very first was the mushroom tincture, um, a mushroom nootropic. And so it is a blend of four incredible mushrooms to help support brain chemistry, neurogenesis, in your nervous system, as well as niacin. And niacin, vitamin B3, hugely important for brain health and brain function. Um, And this is a tincture that can actually pair with a mushroom microdose if you have one already. Um, So it's a beautiful way for people to start exploring what it's like to 
work with both functional and psychedelic mushrooms. Um, but this, of course, has no microdose in it. Um, so our tinctures are all dual extracted with organic cane alcohol and then spring water. And the reason for that is when you do an extraction with hot water, certain alkaloids and benefits will be extracted. And when you do it with alcohol, other alkaloids um, will be extracted. So by doing a dual extract, you're getting as many benefits as possible. And so we do that. Um, we work with incredible labs to do all of our extracts. And then our mushrooms are fruiting body only. Um, and then they're extremely potent. So they're typically like an eight to six or 16 to one potency. Um, so if you think about just eating, you know, like lion's mane, like 16 of them in one day, and that's going to be like one hit in your tincture. Wow. So really, really incredible tinctures there. Um, and then we expanded the line for other incredible formulas that Ryan had been working on for years and with private clients and offering them to the world. So we have one for immunity and gut health, um, supporting your gut microbiome. One, this one I really love because it has a trifecta of shiitake, maitake, and reishi in it. Um, these three mushrooms work synergistically to really support your gut and help prevent leaky gut syndrome. Um, leaky gut is really, really important for people to know about because it leads to a lot of other um, health diseases and problems that you might not understand what's going on with your system. And then shiitake and maitake specifically have actually been used since the 80s as an adjunct to um, chemotherapy for people who have stomach and gut cancer. Mm -hmm. So these mushrooms are really potent and really, really powerful and can do a lot to help you. Um, turkey tail is also in the immunity and turkey tail, of course, is the mushroom made famous by Paul Stamets as it helped his mom um, cure her cancer. So that was really incredible as well. And then we have a tincture for women's health called Desire. And people always think, oh my gosh, am I going to be in heat? Am I going to be insatiable? <laughs> Maybe. I love that for you if that is what you're calling in with this tincture. Um, but it is a blend of incredible aphrodisiac plants from around the world that are going to help ignite your passions for life. So opening up your heart to what your passion is. And if that is reconnecting with a partner, an old partner or a new partner, then that is what it will be for. But perhaps it's because you want to open up your heart to what is your true north, what is next for you. Um, so know that that is there for you as well. Um, I really love like all of these plants and mushrooms. So if I can go a little bit more in depth. So there is one plant in the desire um, tincture called Damiana. Um, I love Damiana. It is wild harvested only. Um, and it was the original triple sec in margaritas in Mexico, which is so cool. Uh, we were recently in Mexico and you can ask people there, like it is only wild harvested. When you try to cultivate it, it loses a lot of its potency, um, which is super interesting. It was also um, used in a lot of pagan rituals. They would tie it together and throw it on the fire during Beltane, which is the summer festival for like sex and fertility, reawakening um, to help, you know, bring, bring upon love. And then they would also sprinkle it on the food of those that you love to help their love for you intensify. Mm. Um, really, I love talking about the stories behind plants. I think it's so interesting and it just brings a whole new awareness and connection um, with the tinctures, right? 
Uh, so that is the desire tincture. And then we have the power tincture, which is all about like men's health, natural testosterone support, um, stamina and energy. One of the incredible plants in there is pine pollen. And pine pollen is hugely, hugely important for men's health. Um, it is also one of the most nutritive substances on the planet. It has more iron, um, more iron than spinach, like per weight, uh, more protein than an egg, and it helps promote um, natural testosterone production, which naturally declines in men after age 30, and many men go on natural or synthetic testosterone, which then quells and stops any natural testosterone production. So this is something that can really help with that. Um, pine pollen is also just known for really helping with stamina in the bedroom. We've had many reports of men saying, you know, like, you know, I kept going all night. I was really exhausted after a day and like I gave it to my wife all night, which we are so excited to be supporting that. Um, facilitating love and connection is, you know, all that we want to do. <laughs> so those are the four original tinctures. Um and then, like I said, this year we've just launched um, Microdosing with Kana, which is something we are so, so excited about. Um, and I hope that all of your listeners are able to experience it or start exploring microdosing in any capacity. And just know that if it's something that you're interested in, that it is available for you in some way, shape or form. Um, but it doesn't have to be for everyone, you know, so really just honor your body. That's amazing. Yeah. You also have the um the matcha, which I yes, love. it's so tasty, so beautiful. I know I'm literally drinking it right now. So it's um it's a stacked matcha. So it is matcha stacked with um chaga, pine pollen again, um, and pea protein. The chaga in there is really incredible for helping um with inflammation in your body. So chaga is this incredible mushroom um, that's actually a massive mycelium. It grows invasively on the side of birch trees. And for its entire life, birch, the birch tree is trying to kill chaga and chaga is trying to kill the birch tree. And then it grows in this crazy environment where there's like these really bad winds. It's super, super cold. And so chaga builds up this incredible resiliency. And when you take in uh, chaga through like a tincture or an extract or a powder, you are then getting that resiliency in your body. So you can imagine drinking that in the morning with matcha, which is like the power of like the shogun, which were like these ancient warriors in Japan. And then you're also getting pine pollen. It's just going to like really bump up your day. Um, yeah. So calling in all of the ancestors of these plants and mushrooms each morning in your matcha. <laughs> Thank you for like getting into like the more scientific and even just the benefits of everything. So in such a detailed way, because I'm even learning yeah. as we speak about, yeah, I only know about each one and I'm like, okay, like this definitely like makes you want to get more of that one or like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> whatever the case. Um, but yeah, yeah. Thank you for all that information. It's, I'm so excited for you guys to expand and because it, it really is like, really beautiful medicine that you're sharing. And I, I also just really love to share that with everyone who can experience it. It's, it's so important for us to also just have another way of healing internally. And we don't necessarily have to go to the psychedelic route or we don't, you know, we don't have to necessarily do the ayahuasca ceremony, even though those are also different experiences and potent experiences. 
Exactly. They're beautiful experiences, right? Like I had my first experience with ayahuasca at the end of August. Um, and that was like a very, very potent experience that has taken until now and probably even more months to integrate. And that's like six, seven months. That was powerful. Um, and so that's one type of experience, right? And then there's also like you can be eating or taking in mushrooms every day. And I think people hear the word like mushrooms or plant medicine. They think like, oh, I'm going to trip. I'm going to go on a journey. Not necessarily. You can be using functional mushrooms every day and they'll build up in your body and they're just another tool in your toolbox or a bottle in your apothecary, uh, as I like to say. Um, And just know that, you know, these are all open to you. I think one of the beautiful things about working with um, herbal tinctures or functional mushrooms is it's not really something that you're overdosing on, right? Like I double dose the immunity whenever we're traveling um, just to really like help support my system and keep it like kind of upregulated. And like anyone can use that, right? It's not like, oh, okay, I really want like this edible to keep me calm, but if I eat too much, I'm gonna like pass out or I'm gonna be super anxious on a plane. No, absolutely. And I relate to that too. And, and also it could be to the point of so heart expanding and so like even just getting you out of your comfort zone with just even the terms and everything from yeah, exactly. form. And it could be a segue into those bigger experiences. Exactly. Exactly. And you know, like you. totally. And everyone's journey is unique within this space. And like, if we can be a part of your journey in any way, that's beautiful. You know, like microdosing with chronic can be a really beautiful precursor to microdosing with mushrooms or another form of microdosing. I just want to give a shout out really quickly to my friend, Laura Dawn. She has this amazing podcast called the Psychedelic Leadership Podcast. And she goes so in depth about microdosing and um, microdosing with different forms of what it means to like be on this journey and honoring every journey and every plant and medicine and just know that this space is big enough for whatever you want to explore and whatever path that you want to take um, and also just know like for me personally and like for the Hearthstone Collective we have like a phone number on our bio that you can text and I text people all day long to help them like on their journey and help them explore. And again, like it can be with our tinctures or maybe you just have a question about plant medicine and we'll always hear from you. That's, that's what we want to do. Yeah. That is so beautiful. That community piece that you even talked about. Cause I know that you're like bringing it into workshop spaces and, you know, into yeah. ceremonies, but it's also really powerful for the people that aren't in a ceremonial space or aren't, you know, they're taking it alone and they're, you know, nervous, maybe it's their first time. It's so nice that you offer that because you're kind of bringing the community to them. And yeah, exactly. Exactly. And like, what a beautiful way for like you to have first experienced um, kind of microdosing. Like Jordan is so, so incredible. Like being able to bring people into like a shared space and like a safe container to start exploring is, you know, it's such a gift. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah so just thank you yeah. for all of it I'll have to check out that podcast as well um, yes yeah, all, it's all just so perfect and I'm so grateful for you we I I want to before we dive into the, the really like funky 
fun part <laughs> of the show. Um, it's all been so fun. Um, but have there been any times or is there a moment or time in your life that sticks out as the most impactful um, or maybe you already mentioned it, but yeah, does anything come to mind? Actually, yes. Okay. <laughs> I was like, maybe it's what I already said. Okay. So um, my birthday two years ago, um, it was a few days before my birthday and I was just like in this like weird space and, you know, like COVID, all of that. And um, one of my girlfriends, her mom does tarot and she was going to do a tarot reading for base. It's like your last year and then your next year. So it's like tarot numerology. And so we all get on Zoom and like everyone's having rosé and just kind of like having fun with it. Right. And I was just like, okay, like whatever, like this is fine. And then she's talking about everyone's and then she gets to me and she does like my year before. And it was like the hanged man, I believe. But then she does my year coming up. And this was going to start on my birthday three days later. Um, and she, the card was the passion card of the lust card. And she was like, and everyone's like, ooh, Phoebe. And she was like, no, this is about like reigniting all these passions in your life. There are so many things that you have forgotten or that you have lost and that you you really want to reconnect with. And that is going to happen in this year. And I was like, okay, cool, like great. And I didn't really think much of it, right? I just kind of accepted it and I moved on because at that time, like my life is not going that way. And then I remember my birthday happened and it was kind of like, eh, okay, it wasn't that great. Uh, I had the same birthday as my ex. And so there was like, of course, like that friction there too. And then the next morning after my birthday, I woke up, but I woke up crying. It was like I was pulled from my sleep crying and I had a missed call from my mom. And so I go outside to try and call her. And this wave of like mourning starts coming over me and I'm crying and crying, crying so hard on the phone. My mom thinks someone has died because I'm crying so intensely and I can't even like explain to her what's going on because I'm not even sure. And it was like this shedding of this old self, of this part of me that was not honoring who I truly am. And it was so intense. And then two days later, I met Ryan um, who, you know, started the Hearthstone Collective and like, it was like every, and then everything else is history. And I like look back on that moment with those girls and that card and then my birthday and then like, and then everything was set into motion after that. It was probably one of the most important, like pivotal shifts of my entire life. And you were like, you were literally like reignited. That's yes. And it's, I've been so reignited and it's so funny because I have people reach out to me on Instagram who tell me like, you know, I stopped following you because you just didn't really feel like right. And I'm sorry, but like, you seem so much happier now. You're so much more authentic now. Like you seem just like in such a better place now. Um, And it, you know, it, not that we rely or I want to rely on like external validation, but it feels so good to see that people also feel what I'm feeling. Yeah, it's a beautiful reflection, just like that yeah. other people are picking up on what you've been, even if it's like years down the line, you're like, you're like, okay, yeah, like I have been feeling this way. Thank you for sharing that because you don't always really notice it. And that's what I hope that we're more so like leaning towards more and more every day, yeah. like knowing that like we have that without the external validation. Exactly. But, like 
most of the time we don't, we don't notice. So it's so powerful when we can get those reflections back to us because then we can train that muscle. Exactly. And remember like, okay, like I'm feeling this way. Like, yes, like I'm standing in this power. It's so amazing. Yeah. And I'm so happy for you that you found this incredible journey that you're on. Yeah. Yeah, I feel so, so grateful. So So now I want to dive into the rapid fire. It doesn't have to be okay, but it's just fun. And yeah, Yeah. (laughs) from your heart. So what lights you up? Ooh, um, cooking food from scratch for others and gathering around a meal. Mm, Yes. What are your favorite daily practices? Oh, so um, my daily morning drink, um, because it is filled with tinctures and um, powders. And we're always like, we have access to so many different, like amazing plants and ingredients. So I just get to experiment each morning. And I think that's my favorite daily ritual. <laughs> that's amazing. I love that. Thank you. What are you reading lately? Oh, Okay, actually, I have a lot of books that I'm reading. Um, I'm one of those people that we have like a whole just slew of like physical books. And then I have the audible books. And then I have the books on Kindle. Um, So if I can pull out my phone for this, because I do have a few. No, I love that. Um, Okay, so the first is um, Lost Connection. And highly, highly recommend to everyone. It talks about depression and anxiety in our culture and how we as a humanity have left like our tribes and left our sources of connection and what that is doing to us as a people. Um, It's a really important book, I think, for everyone. And then also Live from New York. (laughs) It's the history of Saturday Night Live. Um, It's if you like Saturday Night Live at all or know about it, it is so cool to hear the history of it. And I've been listening to that one. And so that's kind of a nice balance to Lost Connections, which can be like a little dark and dreary. and then I just finished the 40 Rules of Love, and I recommend that to absolutely anyone and everyone. Um, and then if you're interested in numerology, The Beginner's Guide to Constructing the Universe is a really incredible book. It's all about numbers and patterns and how they play out in nature in a form the universe that we live in today. Um, so reading that, and then the final book that I'm currently reading, I know it's so many, um, is The Witch's Ointment, and it's the secret history of psychedelic magic. Mm-hmm. And I'm right at the beginning, but they talk about how like witches and psychedelics started all the way back with like ancient Romans, ancient Greeks, and um, what that looks like. I love that. I love all those. I'm going to yeah. them down when I re-listen. Yeah, totally, totally. I always oh, say- and then, <sighs> yeah. No, continue. You're good. Oh, and I was going to say one more, and I didn't read this recently, but I listened to it in one fellow swoop, and I think everyone should listen to it, is My Body by Emma Ratajkowski. Um, She just came out with her book of essays. She was the model from like Beverly Lines, um, who like blew up, but she reads her own book on Audible. And to hear a woman who's been through the experiences that she's been through that every woman in today's society is going through in some way and hearing the raw emotion of her crying, talking about trying to reclaim her image and her body when so many people are selling it online for profit is so important for women to hear and experience and be a part of collectively. Um, So highly recommend that too. (laughs) 
so powerful. That's so important too. Yeah, thank you for sharing all those. I yeah. you're not the only one on the podcast. We lots of multi-book readers here. So okay, good. <laughs> we love our collection. So I also yeah. keep adding to my list. I'm like, the list is so long. I feel like I'll just yeah. <laughs> forever, which is the plan. So it's perfect. Totally. <laughs> um, let's see. Do you know your sun, moon, and rising? If so, share. Yes. So I'm a Taurus sun, a Virgo moon, and then a Cancer rising. Oh, yes. Yeah. What are you? I'm Cancer Aries Aries. So oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Cancer, so I feel your rising. I know. You're so, so, I know. I feel like that's why we connect, right? My rising on is your sun. Yeah. <laughs> and the Taurus. Taurus is my south node. So like, I oh, okay connect to the Taurus as well just the yeah energy beautiful beautiful and like yeah I'm like bring me back bring me back yeah grounding go outside just sit in the grass just eat some bread like that is that is my essence (laughs) do you know your life path number oh I don't thinking of numerology (laughs) yeah I don't I don't. Yeah, I have no idea. I love the number seven, but I don't know if that's my life path number. <laughs> we'll have to do. I do soul charts, so we'll have to get your. Yes, number. please. I'll I love share that. it in the, in the intro when I find it. Okay. Out. Yay. Um, and your human design. Oh, so I don't remember, but I know Ryan and I have very similar ones because we had some friends ask us to like do it and then like compare for like you know working together and. Yeah, I don't remember what it is, but I went to a workshop back in San Francisco um, and it resonated. I think I'm one of the really generic ones, unfortunately. Generator or manifesting generator, maybe? One maybe, of yeah, yeah. Yeah, because so, <laughs> I can feel that you're just so sparkly and and that's like what generators, manifesting generators too, but generators are like this like light and like they really like, uplift and like empower others and really just bring you like on their journey and it's just very like fun to watch and it's very energizing for me as a thank you (laughs) oh good (laughs) so beautiful what color most represents you today green green all day every day I love green all the shades of green (laughs) I can see you're you're wearing I know I'm wearing green I'm yeah big green (laughs) beautiful I can, I can feel that it's I also like, I, yeah, I get more of that color that you're wearing, like a sea foamy, like just very, yeah. very down to earth, but like that warm. A lot of, sense. yeah. Pachamama, like, you know, the forest. Yeah. <laughs> Stars, obviously. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, what's the first thing that comes to mind when you hear radically loving? Oh, so the first thing that comes to mind is this thing that I just heard about um, yesterday. One sec, can I just ask, hey, Ryan, what is the Hawaiian forgiveness prayer? Can you say it to me? He's going to text it to me. So apologies to you. No, <laughs> it's like Pono. Pono? Pono Pono? Yes, Hono Pono Pono. Yeah. Um, and so that's what I think of when you say radically loving, because this practice of forgiving, 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 and loving those who have hurt us, uh, whether knowingly or unknowingly, and practicing forgiveness to our parents, to our loved ones, like 
that is radical love, like loving the parts of ourselves that we we hate or the parts of ourselves that we try to shut away. Um, yeah, and that, that word just came to mind. That's one of my favorite prayers. It's just anytime I've done it in meditation, it's, yeah, it's so powerful. Like what you, and that is that freedom for self because forgiveness isn't necessarily for the other person. It's, it's so we aren't holding that in our bodies, you know, that like the grudging, the resentment, you know, the, all of that, um, the heavy energy. So it's totally important. Thank you for the reflection. (laughs) Cool. And so what's in the realm of possibilities for the next six months? Obviously, we're just people that are open with the flow of the universe. Anything is possible. But if anything comes to mind of like what you're you're intending on, you know, what can we expect? Oh, so I'm intending and expecting to, you know, 2022 for me, especially with Hearthstone, is all about education and more education and more awareness. So that is really what this next six months is about, um, getting out much more education about Kana and Kana microdosing. We are so excited to be launching some new products coming so soon um, that are going to be incredible for supporting your microdosing journey, but also just supporting you in your day-to-day life. Um, And any any opportunity I hope I'm able to take up to be able to speak more about microdosing, speak more about this world and this place, and hopefully reach people that have never even thought microdosing was accessible to them. Um, so that is what I'm calling in. That is what I'm working on. And just more self-love, right? More self-love, community, um, just connecting with others and yeah, trying to shed some of that you know, that past weight of like hatred and um, resentment. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm so excited for your journey. Thank and, you. Yeah, what a what a beautiful time. And I, I can't wait to have you and Ryan on sometime. Yes. Yeah, just share you guys some more. And thank you. Thank you for being on my podcast. Of course. Thank you so much. What you are creating in this world is so beautiful. It's so needed. People who listen to your podcast, like feel the energy that you put out and the care and the love that you exude. So thank you for what you do in this world. Thank you. And of course, you. (laughs) (laughs) Endless, endless love bubble. (laughs) You thank you. Love, love, love. Of course, of course. All right, guys. Thank you guys for listening. And please, please go support. Actually, this is what I'm going to forget. Where can people follow you? Oh, of course. So you can follow us um, on Instagram at Hearthstone Collective. And then my personal Instagram is linked in the bio. It's underscore Phoebe underscore McPherson. And you can follow along all of our adventures there. And TikTok too, coming soon. Um, Working on the TikTok game, we're hoping to do a lot of education. So please follow, support, give feedback on TikTok. Um, We're super excited to be a part of the youngins. So. be with the people yes go follow go support these amazing beings and this amazing person phoebe in front of me thank you thank you (laughs) you guys have a beautiful rest of your day bye